Hey everybody, uh, this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I wanna make a video for you about the question, do I really have to do intervals that are longer than 20 minutes? Of course, the answer is it depends, but a lot of people have now downloaded WKO5 or are messing around with it, and they see optimized intervals, and they see extensive aerobic or intensive aerobic, and they look at it and they're like, three by 30 something minutes? Like, do I have to do that? Um, I think it's really helpful the answer is yes for some and no for others. Um, race specificity is one big thing, but we'll get into that. But really, if you first think about when or where are you in your training cycle, if you're doing base miles and you're you know looking to do some extensive aerobic stuff and you're riding below FTP, you're pushing your time out towards your time to exhaustion or TTE, um, you wanna be doing those longer intervals especially if you're only riding at tempo wattage, there's really no reason to make it like four by 10. Just go out and ride tempo and you're gonna see yourself doing 45 minute intervals. Um, if you're riding with your friends during base miles, just really try to be that person that says, hey, let's really pedal this time. Like even if we're chatting, let's ride. And as you do sweet spot intervals, those are gonna be harder, obviously. Um, you're not gonna be able to, well, you might be able to just go out and crush some long ones, but build up to that for sure. Start with four by 10, two by 20, one by 40. Um, you know, those are big jumps, but work your way out and you wanna be doing that. Um, and especially really trying to get closer to like 150, 200% of your TTE. Um, and that's definitely category dependent. Tim Cusick uh, from WKL puts out some good guides as to like where you want to be duration wise for sweet spot um so he's got a webinar out there about that which is really good if you're trying to build ftp um and you're doing two by 20s or two by 25s you still want to go out to 40 minutes 50 minutes an hour um that's that is just really building aerobic power and if you're gonna spend the time going through an FTP block, do it the right way and really do those intervals that you gotta muster the motivation. We'll talk about that. But if you're not motivated to do it, you're not gonna do it well. So don't spend your time doing it. If you wanna build your FTP and you want a bigger engine, which is a good thing to have, then say, hey, in this block, when I have these longer intervals scheduled, I'm gonna buck up and I'm gonna do it. Um, so yes, you do need to go longer than 20 minutes. Um, also, if you're coaching yourself or you know, you're working with a coach that uses WKO, the algorithm has to be healthy. Um, the PD, excuse me, well, the algorithms that run the PD curve need to be healthy. So there's a whole webinar on how to maintain a PD curve. It needs longer duration efforts. And if you're basing your training on optimized intervals, you need a healthy curve. My last video a couple times ago talking about though, you still need to double check the work of the computer because you don't necessarily wanna base your intervals off of just optimized intervals if you've beat the PD curve. So we won't go into that in this one, but yeah, you need a healthy curve, so do longer intervals. Uh, then you could ask yourself like why what, or what type of racer am I? If you're a gravel racer, definitely need to go long. Um, number one, since there's very little ability to coast behind someone else and save watts, 
you're forced to pedal more, you're forced to stay on the gas more. So even if you look, it's very interesting, like look at your best 20 minute time during a hard race, it's gonna be chopped up with lots of VO2 max efforts and it's really more of like a normalized power um, best 20. But that said, there's a lot of pedaling in gravel that's continuous. So you wanna do, if you never pedal half an hour, it's gonna be really hard to do well um, in gravel. If you're a road racer and you think you're riding off the front or anything like that, or going in a long break, um, you need to be able to pedal for a long time. So yeah, you need to do those longer efforts. Just ask yourself, is it race specific? So when do you not need to do this? Um, let's say you're someone who you know gets in the brake and you're not necessarily driving the brake, but you you know you're you just have that good jump. You have the good race craft. Um, you kind of like a classics type rider, where a lot of our races as amateurs, there's like 10, 15 minute sections where it goes really freaking hard. That's what you probably need to focus on more than a long 30, 40 minute interval um, when it's race season. Because at that point, you know when we shift to racing and like high performance intervals. A lot of times I push people to really try and ride more like supra threshold, 105%, 108%, like go where it's uncomfortable for as long as you can. Um, these might be eight, 10, 12, 15 minute efforts, okay? You know, make sure that you're going out and setting, knowing what your max is and then working on repeatability. Um, it's gotta be race specific, but most of us are racing people that are faster. So you need to push harder than your threshold, most likely, um, at many times of the race to make the break, to ride in the break. So really at that point in time, focus on the race-specific intervals. Um, I'm gonna post this video in one of the like top three workouts that I liked um, that you need to be doing in threshold bursts or one. Man, those are gonna be massively beneficial if we're talking about racing up with people that are faster because those faster people are forcing us to surge out of our FTP zone, our comfort zone where we can, or like drilling it and you gotta go harder, you gotta go VO2 max and then you gotta be able to come back down. So, I mean, it's a really good basic workout that's gonna help you out. So again, that doesn't have to necessarily be a 40 minute threshold burst. Do 30 minutes, do 20 minutes, do 15 minutes, but grow as a cyclist, right? Like you're always trying to grow even when you're being race specific. So you're increasing power, increasing duration, decreasing the rest between the intervals. And the one that I love that is not talked about a lot, do it under, do it under some KJs, you know, go out and ride 1500 KJs, kilojoules, and then do your intervals. Um, so lastly, race specific, ask yourself too, you know, if you're saying, Hey, maybe I need to do this 40 minute interval. Is it a 40 minute interval that you really need to do? Or do you need to be able to repeat, you know, 10 minute intervals for the bike race coming up is repeatability more important. So maybe it's not just that max number um, of 10 minutes. Maybe it's, you know, being able to do 95% four times. Um, so think about that. And then the last two things, one I alluded to before of athlete motivation. If you're not motivated to do this, you're not going to do it well and your time might be spent in another area. Not, but you really need to ask yourself as a racer, 
do I need this skill to win the race I really want to win? If you're not willing to do the work that is required to win the race that you want to win, you need to pick a different goal. It's just as easy as that. Um, longer is better. And I understand that it's not the most fun thing to do um, for all of us. But if the race requires it, you really got to go do it and find a way to be motivated. Um, the motivation is huge. And then when you do commit to doing these, don't do them for eight weeks straight. You know, change up the stimulus mentally, but also physically. Like Tim Cusick in maybe one of those same videos or another one, I don't know the data behind this, but talks about how we get the most bang from the, we reap the most from the first six to eight workouts in a cycle, which is definitely true. You can probably notice it in your own training. By the third week, if you've gone hard enough, you're probably not reaping much more from that same physiological system in the block. Um, sometimes I even switch gears. If I've done six hard sessions and I'm like getting tired, but I want to finish out the last few days and I'll just ride miles because riding your bike is a good thing. It also then makes me tired enough that I really want to have the rest week. I rest, I absorb all the training, I come back stronger. So just remember, motivation and stimulus change is super important. So don't just hone in on one thing. So do you need to go longer and long? Yes. Do you need to do it all the time? No, not really during the race season, unless it's race specific. Um, and then, you know, as you're growing as a cyclist, if the 40 minute is too hard at first, insert some little uh, one, two minute breaks in there for the mental freshness and then slowly remove them. Um, be increasing power, increase duration, reduce rest, and do them under KJs. All right. Please subscribe to the channel. Please like it. And we will talk to you soon. Email me, Brendan at Evoke Bike, if you have questions or comments. Thanks for watching. And last thing, share this with a friend if you found it helpful. See ya.